0: Hi, and welcome back to the Vondren Legal Hour. Okay, I guess they're going to one-up me there with the intro. Welcome back to the Vondren Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Vondren here. We are talking in this episode, hold your shorts, Cumus Council, Cumus Council, what is that? And so we're going to be talking about that. I believe we're going to get a special guest appearance from the one, the only, the highly sought after, the super expensive hourly person to have on your show, Frontline Lisi. So we'll be seeing, hopefully she'll be in today. And we'll be talking a little bit about this Cumis Council. Let's get into it here, okay? So Cumis Council, what is that? Okay. So basically, we're going to use the example of a real estate broker, okay? Our firm represents real estate brokers in a wide variety of cases from um basic audits to licensing issues to accusations to real estate litigation, all kinds of things with broker brokers. And basically actually hold on. Do we have frontline Lisi with us here?
1: <laughs> yes, I'm in the house.
0: Well what a treat. What a treat. It's been a while. How's your holidays?
1: My holidays were great. They were very busy, but um, nice to start the new year off, and we've got some exciting stuff going on, so all's good. How about you?
0: About the same. Thank you for asking. So we're talking, oh, I know you're, so you're going to be welcome. super, I know you're going to be on the edge of your seat here, but we are talking in this episode about Cumus Council. Do you know what Cumus Council is?
1: Frontline. Uh, no, I don't. Can you tell me what it is?
0: Well, you have a basic idea. Let's let's hear you. Just I know you're not a lawyer, but let's give give, give me a, your basic understanding of what Cumas counsel is.
1: Well, I think it's I think it's when a, a person has insur- errors and omissions insurance, and he wants to hire an additional attorney to represent him for his best Interest, interest is what I believe it is.
0: All right. Well, that's not bad. You know, I'd give you, a, I'd probably give you a B plus on that if we were in oh, a boy. in a classroom. But very, very well done. I'm impressed.
1: Hmm. Well, why don't you enlighten us with what it really is for the A plus?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I'll try to give you the A the A minus definition here. But basically, cumulus council arises like this. We're going to use the um, the example of a real estate broker. Okay, In this case, let's talk California real estate broker. So let's say a broker um, is involved in a transaction, like a property management brokerage or a residential or commercial real estate brokerage or a mortgage loan originator, MLO as they're called. And let's say something goes wrong in the transaction and the broker is sued by either the client or some third party that says, you know, the broker did some things wrong here. And typical claims you might see in a complaint would be like fraud, constructive fraud, breach of contract, negligence, financial elder abuse, misrepresentation, breach of fiduciary duty. These are some of the common types of what we call causes of action that you might see asserted in a complaint. So the broker, in most cases, Not all cases, but in most cases, a broker is insured with an insurance policy, E&O, which covers errors and omissions. Okay, so and and different policies cover different things. You can pay for more coverage and get more coverage, and and pay for less and get less. So you know. So, but the insure the broker in this situation being sued would basically tender the defense to the carrier, saying, "Hey, I'm being sued." Uh, thank God I have insurance. Will you provide a lawyer for me? Will you provide a defense counsel? And the insurer will then pull up the policy and they'll look it over and they'll say, okay, are there any deductibles? Okay, um, do we have to cover for the the grounds that are set forth in the lawsuit? Do we have to cover this or not? And so, you know, and there is an element of good faith to to the administering of these of these policies and, and of course insurance companies can be sued for bad faith which is a, a big area of law. We have one case going on now with insurance bad faith case. So um but at at any rate the question becomes does the insurer have to pick you up on each and every claim? What will often happen is the insured, that's the broker that took out the policy, the insured will see receive what's called a reservation of rights letter reservation of rights letter. And what that letter will say is, yes, we recognize we need to defend you as an insurance company. However, we're going to reserve our rights to come back to you as the broker for indemnification to pay us. if, If it turns out that fraud is proven, for example, or breach of fiduciary duty is proven, something that's not covered, then we reserve our rights to come back to the broker. So of course, this creates a inherent sort of conflict, where you have an insurance company that's out for its own interests, of course, uh, to protect themselves and to not cover a claim if it's not covered, and you know, meanwhile, also to make sure that the insured has is defended. The insurance company has a duty to defend and a duty to indemnify the broker for any losses so i know the language gets a little tricky here but that's basically what goes on and so in that circumstance the broker who may be placed at a conflict because remember the broker is going to be dealing with the um, insurance or or the uh, law firm that is appointed by the insurance company The, the the broker has no say in who's going to defend him or her so the broker is at the mercy of whoever the, the insurance company appoints, and there may be an inherent conflict there. So why? Because the law firm wants future business more than to protect you. They want future business from the insurance carrier. So there's a, a inherent conflict there of whose duties are the law firm going to protect. Are they going to protect the insurance company and try to find that maybe your case was actually fraudulent and not covered, or are they going to protect the broker, and so forth and so on. So, but you know, this is not to say that you can't get a good defense with um, an insurance defense company. It's not to, not to suggest that at all. All it's saying is there may be circumstances where, given the facts of your case, there is an actual conflict of interest that is, that basically arises and allows you as the broker. To seek what is known as Cumis Counsel, Cumis Counsel, and Cumis Counsel comes from a case. um, I think it was San Diego Federal Credit Union versus Cumis Insurance Society. It was a San Diego case, and so forth and so on. But the case basically held that where an insurance carrier reserves their rights um, and sends uh, issues a, a reservation of rights letter, that the broker and let's just call it is called a broker. In our example, has a right to seek independent counsel and have the insurance company pay for it. So you you seek a cumis counsel that will is basically a lawyer of your choice that meets certain criteria: minimum five years litigation experience in in defense of similar claims. And um, you know there's only a there's a certain fee that can be charged. It has to be a a fee that the insurance carrier would normally pay. But if the circumstances arise as a broker, you have a right to investigate whether or not you want to seek the appointment of Cumis counsel. So, you know, these are the kinds of things that pop up in in broker litigation, broker arbitration, you know, where you may say, look, I need someone to look out for my best interest. So that's basically what Cumis counsel is. What do you think?
1: Well, um, it's interesting because, I mean, I remember a case that we had years ago and it was a lawyer, I believe, and he had a lawyer. He obviously had E&O insurance and so his his carrier picked up his defense per se. But I remember there was something in there that they said, oh, because of this, we don't have to cover him in this particular scenario. So it almost... It almost yeah, you want to have, you know, insurance, but it almost sounds like it's kind of could be detrimental to you in a sense.
0: Yeah. And I, and, and I know the case you're speaking of, I remember it vividly and it was the, the insurance defense attorney was not really gung ho. In fact, he seemed disinterested in the case and just was kind of going along for the motions. And eventually we we got the case settled and, and so forth. And, so on, but 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 yeah, and and so that's really one of the one of the um, key things I think as a, a broker of something. If you're sued and you get this lawyer, which is is not uncommon, they have lots of cases. The insurance defense carrier that's appointed by the insurance company has lots of cases, and they're usually they're getting paid, let's just say, 125, 150 an hour, something in there. They they work at a reduced rate because they get tons of business from the insurance company. So obviously their loyalty um you know I, it, it to me it's a divided loyalty. It's obviously there's a strong financial incentive for the insurance company to keep the the carrier happy and you know but you, you know you you have this problem of is the this insurance defense firm really in your corner slugging it out for you doing everything possible to find this to be a covered claim versus an uncovered claim. And so that's really where the conflict arises, and that's where really where you may need to, even if they won't appoint a CUMIS counsel at their cost, you may need to consider having one at your own cost to oversee and basically, I don't want to say micromanage, but keep a close eye on this law firm to make sure you're getting a fair, honest defense I mean, we've seen a, a case um, very recently where the Insurance Defense counsel, you know, basically, you know, we're not going at it with full gusto, let's put it that way. But um, so anyway, but that's the basics of Cumas Council. If you have a situation as a broker where you're being sued or brought into arbitration or, you know, this, that and the other, and you, you believe it's a covered claim, uh, you're issued a reservation of rights letter. You owe it to yourself to to give us a call and have us look and investigate whether cumus counsel is proper. Now realize there is a California Civil Code section 2860. If you're considering um, getting cumus counsel, it may be a code section you want to look at. That section basically tried to limit the the times and the in the manners in which an insurance carrier has to has to actually provide cumus counsel. So that is a statute that's relevant, Um, and we have more information on our website on that, cumiscouncil.info, that's C-U-M-I-S, council, C-O-U-N-S-E-L.info. And so we got a blog that we wrote on that, and so we have some information there for you. But anyway, that is the wonderful, amazing world of Cumis Council.
1: Well, it sounds exciting.
0: And as Forrest Gump used to say... That's about all I got to say about that. That's not more like Bill Clinton. Well,
1: you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of sad if you think about it. You you hire you hire a, a you you get e o insurance to protect yourself. And I mean back to this other case that we had in in particular, the attorney had really no knowledge. I mean, he was not even he didn't know what was what and I, if I was the if I was the person being represented by a lawyer that in my opinion didn't really know what the, the case was even about. I mean, it was just like he was just there, just flying by the seat of his pants. And I, I just think it's bizarre. You get insurance to get protected, and yet when you need it, you get somebody that maybe doesn't even really give a rat's suits about your case.
0: Yeah, it's, I agree. It can tend to be the luck of the draw at some point. But um, at any rate, okay. yeah, those are all great points. You're absolutely right. You know, an insurance defense Counsel may not have the precise specialty for your case, but you need to look at that. When you when you see what attorney is appointed for you, you look them up on the bar, you look them up on their website, and see see what exactly they've done. And then I you know I would contact them to see what their strategy is. And if they don't sound aggressive enough for you, you need you, you need to think about it a little bit. And you know we can be reached for a consultation to discuss your case in CUMA's Counsel. Uh, no charge for the initial consultation. Give us a call and just say, hey, I need to talk to Attorney Steve about cumis counsel. That's all you need to do. And you can reach us at 877 276 5084. Once again, front line. Okay. Uh, She's doing her nails. I, I guess we 877
1: 276
0: 5084. We love that you do your nails. You have the best nails in town. So, anyway, I'm not thank doing you for nails. listening to I'm actually working. Oh, Okay, well, that's, I didn't mean to suggest that you weren't working with your nose to the grinds down front line. So good for you. All right, so anyway, for more information, you can see our website. Go to askattorneysteve.com, askattorneysteve.com, or call us at 877-276-5084. Thank you, and have a great day, and get her done.
1: Have a good day.